Uh, I am joined uh, by Tamaulipas Governor Cabeza de Vaca. We are showing how border governors can lead the way on solving border problems. My office has been working with Governor uh, Cabeza de Vaca for several days about the challenges on the border ranging from clogged bridges to illegal immigration. Today we met to reach agreement on solutions to those challenges. Border bridges have become clogged because Texas is thoroughly inspecting commercial vehicles coming from Mexico. At the same time, Texas has been overrun with a record number of immigrants illegally crossing from Mexico into Texas with the assistance of cartels. Governor Cabeza de Vaca and I reached an agreement that addresses both issues. The governor will provide enhanced border security enforcement measures on the Mexico side of the border, both at ports of entry as well as along the Rio Grande River, to prevent illegal immigration from Mexico into Texas. In particular, Tamaulipas will provide the personnel, the resources, and tactics to stem the flow of illegal immigrants walking across the border at low water crossings. Mm -hmm. If those crossings resume or increase, it will signal that cartel-supported crossings have increased and that Texas must reinstate the more stringent vehicle inspection standard. Now, however, because Tamaulipas has increased security on the Mexico side of the border and is committed to contain low water crossings of illegal immigrants, the Texas Dep Department of Public Safety can return to random searches of vehicles crossing all of the bridges from Tamaulipas. The effect will be that the uh, bridges between Tamaulipas and Texas will return to normal beginning immediately right now. They will remain that way as long as Tamaulipas executes this historic agreement. Texas has now entered into border security enhancement agreements with the Mexican governors of Tamaulipas, Coahuila, Chihuahua, and Nuevo Leon. Now listen, understand the concern that businesses have about trying to move products across the bridge. But I also know the anger that Texans face and have that's caused by Joe Biden not securing the border. Texas will not tolerate the endless stream of illegal immigrants crossing the border, and we will increase our border security in light of President Biden's decision uh, to re eliminate Title 42 expulsions. The ultimate way to end the clogged border is for President Biden to do his job and secure it. Until then, Texas will use its own strategies to secure the border. To let you know about a situation that occurred during the course of the closed bridges, I'm going to have Major Gonzalez with the Texas Department of Public Safety explain more to you about what happened. Definitely, Governor. So, surely, just as after we got started here uh, on this initiative, on this commercial vehicle enforcement initiative out, out at our port of entries, there were multiple things that were seen. But I think that one of the biggest things that we were able to see is once we started slowing down that traffic, we could see, one, that as, as people were staying behind, as people were clogging up that line, we were having full, thorough inspections on those, on those commercial vehicles coming across. In that, we were able to see some violations. There were some violations that, that increased because of that, because of that full, thorough investigations. 
inspections, excuse me. But the other thing also that we're able to see is just a few days later, some of our trucker, uh, they're bringing uh, all that, all that uh, freight across. We could see that they, they started their own strike on the Mexican side of the far port of entry. But just about a day and a half, two days later, the cartel went in there and they started, uh, they burned multiple vehicles and they also started shooting around that area. The truckers who were out there striking were scared uh, and that's when, the open, when, that's when that strike finally ended. And so that truly showed the impact that this has been having not only on the truckers but also on the cartel and the, the desperation to open up that port of entry to continue to do what they've done. Uh, that's one of the examples that we've had. Uh, we had others uh, where they've talked about, you know, everything that's going on the Mexican side and, and how that has affected them. And, and also they've told us that they're concerned with taking different routes to different port of entries because, again, they will be uh, stopped by the cartel uh, representatives. So, again, it, it has had a big impact on them, and it's something that could easily be seen uh, that, that occurred just a few days ago. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Thank you Major. And, and now I present to you Governor Cabeza de Vaca. Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon. Thank you, Governor Abbott. Um, it's my pleasure to be here with you today in Guadalajara not very far from Tamaulipas. As we discuss, we are delighted always to be a partner in every endeavor regarding trade, travel, and security of our shared border. I thank you for trusting us and asking you for assistance in this matter. We're happy to help. These issues on our shared border are certainly unique. We have many shared interests in seeing and distributing disrupting of organized crime, which is chiefly responsible for human trafficking we are witnessing today. We make no mistake, the only way to cure these issues is to work together. Since I came to office in 2016, my main priority in my state was to address the security problem left on my lap by previous administrations. In 2016, my state was ranked among the five worst states in terms of security. And today, I'm happy to report that we're among the top five best in all Mexico as ranked by Mexico's federal authorities. We achieved these milestones by putting together a five-part plan to look up from worst to one of the best. I began a major undertaking in evaluating the state police at various levels. We conducted various personality tests and polygraph to everyone. We started a major recruiting effort and doubled our police force and established two police academies and the universities to train our police officers. We elevated their salaries to be the best paid police force in all Mexico while giving our police force benefits, such as scholarships for their children so they can go to school and universities. We also put a police outpost uh, stations every 50 kilometers along the highway systems and added traffic patrols for travelers. Last year, we were ranked the best and safest highways in all Mexico. We built also 
of five major police complexes throughout the state to house, train, educate, and feed our state troopers. Three of them are located right on the border, one in Nuevo Laredo, one in Matamoros, and one in Reynosa. And lastly, we just inaugurated the most advanced C5, which is a command control a computer communications system this is the best and most sophisticated uh, center in all Mexico. It's located just across the border, right in Reynosa. It's the brain of the state, where we get uh, instant uh, feeds from police vehicles, over 5,000 video cameras that are located in all the states, especially in the border with Texas. And Governor Abbott, um, we take... I take security very seriously. As other states on the border and within the Republic of Mexico just talk about security and announce plans that never materialized, we are living it each and every day. We're achieving significant results. In fact, one of the most successful programs today, we have had four times the program that we have established in 2018, which is called the Campaign for Security and Prosperity. It's a program that Tamaulipas put together with seven separate uh, federal agencies, such as Border Patrol, CBP, ICE, FBI, and DEA, among others, to identify, track, dismantle, and arrest drug cartels and organized crimes buses. We put most wanted billboards and stand-ups in airports, land ports, and roadways in both sides of the border to help and make sure that we get anonymous tips. I'm happy to report that we have captured over 16 buses of the organized crime, many of whom we have delivered to the authorities here in the United States. Organized crime pays no attention to the border which is why we have these issues in both countries. Human smuggling has become a billion-dollar business. As uh, things stand today, there's no end in sight. I mention these things because uh, the main subject of why we're here today is security. Security on the ports of entry and between the ports of entry in, in concern that takes cooperation and commitment and efforts of all of us. And though we have worked with the Texas Department of Public Safety for uh, various operations, we must renew our efforts to continue working together between Texas and Tamaulipas to help solve these issues. Immigration control is a federal issue. But I will always commit assisting where we can do what we have to do. Ultimately, it will also benefit the people of Tamaulipas. We don't want organized crime in my state any more than you do. This is not an easy task. We don't have uh, only nine miles of border of, and one boarding cross like my neighbor to the west. We have over 230 miles or border with 18 boarding crosses. We're talking about 50% of the commerce that goes between Mexico and United States goes through Tamaulipas and Texas. In the meantime, 
international trade must get back on track. That's why I'm very much looking forward to working with you in fighting organized crime on our shared borders. And as I always said, let's remember one thing. We're not only neighbors. We're business partners. We're allies. And many of us are family living in both sides, in one of the most important places on earth, Texas and Tamaulipas. We're looking forward to working with you. Thank you. Now we'll sign. This is the agreement between Texas, Texas and Tamaulipas. And Tamaulipas. We, go. we have to answer a few questions. ...to far reduced border crossings. We're gathered at an event today solely because Biden is not doing his job. That said, because Biden is not doing his job, it has left Texas to come up with strategies to more effectively secure a border. This is one of those strategies. Then to more directly answer your last question, uh, what's going to happen, as we discuss, but also as I discuss with the other Mexican governors, uh, there is the expectation uh, because of the increased security efforts by these bordering states to the state of Texas, there's the expectation that there will be a reduction in illegal immigration. If those expectations are not fulfilled uh, and we see an increase uh, or the, even a, a continuation of the illegal immigration traffic we're currently seeing, Texas can reinstate uh, the enhanced uh, security measures uh, for vehicles coming across the border. So let me be clear about something, and I'll, I'll be. Well, in fact, I'll, I'll let. Do, I was going to answer, but it comes. My, the answer I have for you comes from Director Bacraw, the director of the Texas Department of Public Safety. Uh, he's the expert on this, uh, and uh, I will let him answer your question. Thank you, Governor. And not surprisingly, when we reported back that there's actually no human trafficking and or drug trafficking, we'll be able to detect. We've done 100% compliant investigations. In fact, it was an expectation, recognizing the cartels know what they're doing. They don't like troopers stopping them, you know, <laughs> certainly north of the border, and they certainly don't like 100% inspections of commercial vehicles on the bridges. And once that started, we've, been, we've seen a decreased amount of trafficking across those bridges. Common sense. So, and I'll, I'll just reemphasize that. Obviously, uh, I'm going to point out two things. When the cartels know uh, that, that every vehicle is going to be inspected, they're not going to uh, put uh, their contraband or uh, 
immigrants that they're smuggling uh, into the vehicles at the time. That's one reason why the cartels were beginning to get so frustrated, uh, because uh, the inventory they were trying to get across the, the border into the United States, they had to withhold until such time as uh, the, the lanes opened back up. Uh, and so it's it no surprise that uh, during the time that 100 percent inspections were taking place, uh, there, there was nothing found uh, the, of the cartels trying to get things across the border at that time. Uh, however, one thing that did occur uh, is about 25 percent of the vehicles that DPS inspected uh, found defects that would require them to remove those vehicles from the roadway. Uh, some were problems with the brakes, some were problems with uh, tires, uh, there were some other types of problems that existed. Uh, and so there, there were a tremendous number of safety violations that DPS was able to uncover that may have, for all we know, saved the lives of Texans that these vehicles could have crashed into. Welcome to San Español. De entrada, comentarte que esta es una facultad del gobierno federal. Sin embargo, nosotros, dadas las circunstancias que se están dando y cómo el tráfico de migrantes está fortaleciendo los grupos criminales, es ahí donde el gobierno del Estado está actuando con firmeza y determinación. Estamos yendo sobre la raíz del problema, que son precisamente los grupos criminales que operan eh, el tráfico de migrantes. Todos y cada uno de ellos. No puedo hablar por otros estados de la República, pero sí por el mío. Es el único estado que cuenta con órdenes de aprehensión contra todos los grupos criminales que operan en Tamaulipas. Eso definitivamente que va a disminuir sus operaciones y, bueno, trabajar de la mano eh, con, con el Departamento de, de, de Seguridad de aquí y de Texas para una mayor comunicación y coordinación y ir so, sobre la ruta de, de, de migrantes. I want to make two points. First is, uh, as we are speaking this moment, all these bridges are open back up to normal trafficking. And so all the goods that used to go from one country to the other uh, at, at a very rapid pace, uh, they are uh, moving at that rapid pace as we speak right now. With the caveat, and that is if, if we do see uh, increased trafficking across the border, uh, we will strategically shut down certain bridges. However, this is the very important point I want to make, and that is there are a lot of businesses who make money by moving products uh, across the border. Those businesses need to be involved right now in communicating with President Trump and President Lopez Obrador because it is going to cause uh, financial challenges to businesses, especially in Mexico, if we have to re-implement these measures, which I'm not hesitant to do so whatsoever. Uh, and and uh, it, it will be uh, Lopez Obrador who's going to begin to deal with the, the financial consequences uh, of the actions of the state of Texas unless and until he will work with President Biden so that they will make sure they stop immigration that is illegal by the laws of the United States of America. Governor Abbott, you said previously that you would, or you just said that you would re-implement the mechanical inspections of vehicles at the bridges if there's uh, an uptick in immigration, um, illegal crossings. Uh, 
we've acknowledged that uh, these mechanical inspections did not find any immigrants, are not best positioned to find immigrants. That being the case, is the goal to inflict economic pain as a way to put pressure on your Mexican counterpart? So t first, to be clear, uh, inspections are not going to end. Uh, inspections were always taking place. Is there was a change in the strategy, uh, and that is to inspect 100 percent of all the vehicles. Uh, and the answer is uh, yes, uh, if there is not a slowdown in illegal immigration, uh, there will be a re-implementation of 100 percent inspection of all commercial vehicles. And a consequence of that is financial pain. And that financial pain is necessary to get the public to insist that their government leaders such as the presidents of the two countries involved, take the action that is needed to solve this problem. Two more questions. Governor, with respect to the Thank you. Go ahead. I'd like to tell you that all the actions that we've taken que tengan que ver con salud pública en materia de seguridad han sido con recursos propios, recursos de, del gobierno del Estado. Eh, y hemos llevado a cabo un sinnúmero de acciones. Hoy lo que vamos a hacer es simplemente fortalecerlas eh, para evitar los flujos de migrantes. Algo que vale la pena señalar, que el principal problema que estamos teniendo es en la frontera chica, que todo el mundo conoce, que es eh, eh, la frontera con Roma y Río Grande. Eh, los movimientos de inmigrantes que hemos detectado lamentablemente vienen del área de Monterrey y la zona metropolitana. Ellos no se van directamente al área de Colombia, de Acuña, no. Vienen y regresan al territorio de Tamaulipeco. Es ahí donde vamos a poner un, un freno y vamos a pedirles a autoridades mexicanas y al Instituto Nacional de Migración que ponga más atención en los flujos de migrantes que salen desde el área metropolitana, que es el centro de distribución más grande del noreste del país. I did not say that at all. Uh, what, what I'm saying uh, is, is that there is the expectation uh, that the Mexican states that I have negotiated deals with uh, will do what is necessary to reduce illegal immigration. And there's the consequence uh, that if not, uh, the 100 percent inspections uh, will be reinstated uh, and they may have uh, knock-on uh, economic effects. Uh, and we are going to do what is necessary to make sure that we have safe and secure borders where both countries are following the law. Great. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Gracias.